Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Because you were born different, men will fear you. Try to drive you away. I am Conor McLeod. And welcome to another Smirch Side special. This week we'll be meeting for an intimate gathering with friends, where guests are encouraged to bring their own cutlery, speak in whatever accent they fancy, and walk like an Egyptian. Yes, it's Highlander, and joining me to become a prince of the universe, though there can be only one, is John Sanchez Villalobos Ramirez Thompson. Hello. Hello. It's been a while, John. It's nice been, to be back. It's been, it's been too long. It's lovely to have you back. Yes, I've been a busy boy this year, so it's uh, yes, I'm glad to be back. And I've always this has been one of my dream ones to do with you. Yes, it was one of the very first ones you mentioned. It was because it was my go-to halls of residence video oh. to watch with my friends. Who uh, my, my friend Ian McGregor, oh. who was a Scot. Hmm introduced me to this and I came to it sort of just at the beginning I missed the start and I was like what's this mm. so back in is it 86 was 86 it? yeah yeah I was in halls 87 to 90 so I got it a year in so mm. it was quite a new probably a new release down at uh, blockbuster video yeah and, probably just um, come out yeah well I think it wasn't blockbuster video it's prime time video in Didsbury oh. who were very interesting because they 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 uh, they used to put staff star staff recommended on on the video. Oh yes, yeah. I love that because I, I never forget they they put on uh, Betty Blue, mm. staff recommended. It said staff recommended <laughs> a very good film despite the subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, the true the the, lo- the 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 love of art house foreign cinema in Didsbury. Eh? Love it, love oh, it. Uh, yeah, great. Yeah, pay attention. Um, yeah, so Highlander, big film when it came out, because obviously... Um, Huge. Uh, the sci-fi element with time travel, and you've got Sean Connery. Yes, um, enigmatic in this, I feel. Oh, he looks so great in it. Little, when he comes on, mm. when he comes, on, uh, arrives, you're like, oh my goodness me, he looks fantastic. Yeah, it's this little period where he'd do little supporting roles. and. Yes, they only and had him for seven days, but we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, right, so so basically we get the the opening narration of uh, From yes. the Dawn of Time. Time we came. came, moving silently through the centuries, living many secret lives, struggling to reach the time of the gathering when the few who remain will battle to the last. So that is in red font. Yeah. In some sort of archaic script. And mm. uh, that's uh, shown with a bit of reverb. Yeah, you, I'm sure you're going to tell us why. 
Uh, no, I'm not. Go on. Tell okay. The, the, what do you uh, know? Sean Connery had echo on his voice because he recorded it in the bathroom of his Spanish villa. <laughs> that is brilliant. <laughs> it says here he'd been working on his Spanish accent. He had not. No, of course he had. <laughs> just like his Russian one in uh, exactly. Red October. He was playing golf, wasn't he? Let's be honest. Of course he was. Oh, yeah. Christ, I've got to do this bloody <laughs> voiceover for Russell Kai. <laughs> All right. I'll do, go and do it in the car, <laughs> Oh, brilliant. I, just, I love that fact. I but love that fact. I imagine him in his golf trousers and top as well. It's, yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, dear. It says it was played for the producers over the phone and they approved of it because they could not discern the quality of the recording. Wow. There you go. Amazing. Must have a nice bit of kit that he, they gave him. <laughs> I don't know how. I don't know what the what, what he used back then in 86. What did he have? It must have just been a cassette recorder. It must have been, yeah, exactly. Maybe like an audio, you know, like a journalist used, like a dictaphone. Yeah, dictaphone. Yeah. I imagine them getting that back and going, the reverb on this is amazing. Amazing. I don't know how he did it. It's just, that's fantastic. <laughs> I'd like to think he was having a little poo as well. That would be nice. Oh, I missed the end bit. No one has ever known we were among you. Oh, yeah. Until now. Yeah. And then, bang, Queen soundtrack. Oh. Now, Russell Mackay mm. cut his teeth yes. uh, with pop yeah. videos. Duran uh, Duran, Elton mm. John, uh, that re- that weird Wild Boys one with the windmills. and uh, Yeah, they were trying to do like Mad Max, weren't they? Yes, they mm. were. and um, With the really, little goblin really... in the water. Yes, yeah, scary. Mm. And it goes, rrr, 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 reflex, and it sounds like someone's being sick on that song. Yeah. But he obviously got the, he had all the contacts and he'd done Queen as well. Yes. So he said, I watched him being interviewed on um, the special features. Was, so, because mm. as it is my, uh, one of my all time favourites, mm. not necessarily the greatest film, but just there's some, there's some just fantastic. I think it stood up, stood the test of time quite well, really. Yeah. Considering. And um, they are remaking it. This mm. talk, it was originally Henry Cavill, yeah. and I don't think that's happening now. Now, there's talk of one of the Hemsworths. Oh. Why don't they as, just get a Scotsman? Uh, well, it's interesting because Russell Mackay in that thing says, it's, it's one of my biggest bugbears. The profile system in America is if, you are, if you've made it to a certain level, that's it. You know, mm. that's it. And he said, well, I was given this list of 10 people. He goes, never changes. Well, it changes about every five years. <laughs> and he said, so basically, there is a list... For any male leads, and it's just the same people. Oh God! That uh, they go. Well, well, let's give him a go. You know. But a lot of actors have said, "Oh, I didn't do it good. I did it because Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio didn't want to do it." That That's being the... said, though, I mean Lambert can't have been on that list. No, he was spotted in a magazine when yeah. he saw an advert. Like a, it was a, I think it was a film. You know, like an industry film thing, and there was yeah. a, there was a poster for Greystoke. Mm, that's right. And Mackay saw his face and went, "My God, the eyes!" Mm, oh yeah, um, so piercing. And he he, he said, "All right, I gave him a call. I rang him, and he didn't speak a word of English." Oh. And I thought, what an amazing feat! Yeah, to do. Not only that, I know that the the, we, 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 the the standing joke is, and the director says this. Mm is that we have a Frenchman mm. playing a Scotsman and a Scotsman playing a Spanish-Egyptian. Yeah. But that's kind of... You're allowed that ambiguity because they've been alive so long and they will have picked up a lot of accents along the way, like a world tour, really, you know. Yeah. Some, some would have stuck and some would have gone, you know. Plus, I think with Connery, you had that Arnold Schwarzenegger thing where your brain just doesn't consider it an accent. Well, he's a star, isn't he? He's so yeah. enigmatic. It doesn't yeah. really matter because he's just yeah. like... He's so... He's got such screen presence. Yes, it's forgiven. Also, watching it again after so long, I haven't seen it in a while. Christoph Lambert's pretty good in this, actually. He's good, considering he is French. He is good. Yeah, yeah. he's great. It's only he's a couple great. of slips now and then. But yeah, like I you know. say, like world tour thing. He's been alive for at this point like three hundred years. Three hundred, yeah. Sean's been a lot longer. He's yeah. been around a hell of a. Lot obviously, longer. spent it playing golf in Scotland, but yeah, obviously, yeah. but probably was at the very first golf game. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know, which but I I heard was on Blackheath Common, but I don't know whether that's been disputed. Oh, wow! I thought that was one of the first ever golf courses was Black uh, Blackheath. Oh, I bet he was there. Oh, he'll have been there in the, in a full Fandango oh, uh, yeah. Ramirez outfit. And funnily yeah. enough, bit of trivia: hmm. I did a, a, a show called Paramount City, hmm. and there was a poet called John Hegley. Yes, and uh, John played a uh, did a poem, and a man played a lute 
in the background. Mm. And I thought, I recognise that jacket. Mm. I asked the man, can I look at the label? Can I look at that jacket? Mm. And it was Sean's jacket from Highlander. Oh, the red one that he wears. Yes. Oh, my for the, God. For the, to, to suggest the lute playing kind of minstrel. And it was the very one. I was like, whoa, that's amazing. Imagine walking off with that. I know. Worth a few quid now. So, yeah, the, what I was getting to in mm. a roundabout way was mm. the, 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 until now, there's a blast. Here we mm. are. Queen. Which makes it, really. I mean, it was super group. And Russell just made the call with Freddie, do you want to get involved? And he said, so they, they assigned songs to each member of the band. That's right. And each one came up with a different one. And then Michael came in, and we know does, has done some bombs. Yeah, yeah. Came in, and they worked together orchestrally and mm. came up with some great stuff. Some really good songs. A couple of weird ones. Yeah. But some really good ones. I mean, the, hit, the, the, the lead hit song. It's a kind of magic. Yeah. Well, it's not in the film, is it? No, it's not. And apparently, mm. you know, if you buy the soundtrack, the New York, New York, with mm. the car chase, that's mm. not on it either. Oh. I, I find best. that very hard to believe. Yeah. It's I, don't, I, don't, I don't have the soundtrack, but... No. No. Uh, but we start in 1985. Yes. Uh, it's Madison Square Gardens Wrestling. And you immediately know it's a music video director because you get that shot from literally the roof going round yeah. the ring all the way up to Lambert's now, face. The, these days it would be a drone, could yes. do that easily. But I was thinking now, that, so yeah. What they used was a sky cam, mm. and it's a patented camera. Mm. And the the hardest shot, I've just literally just watched this, John, on the special, you know, the good old Blu-ray special features. Yeah. And what they did was it was four ropes to the four corners, and mm. it could be compute, pre-programmed computer, oh. and they basically ran down on pulleys. Wow. And great the shot. hardest shot he said to get. Because mm. you wonder, why is there so much flash photography taking place? Do you remember that? Yeah. In, the, in the audience. So the reason mm. is when that, when the pulley system comes down and you know Christopher Lambert's kind of eyes are just lit and yes. he's staring into space. Mm. What they said was they couldn't risk doing the pulley cam, the sky cam, because he said it would have had to have stopped a foot in front of his face. Christ. And the risk assessment of that, just, you know, the weight of that camera, 35mm mm. camera whacking your lead mm. straight in the bonce, mm. was too much. So what they used is the the flash photography, they they used a frame that was whited out, and on the whited out frame, <clears throat> excuse me, they mm. took that frame and they, they set up a different camera. Ah, so it's kind of like a, a switch. It's a jump cut. Ah, that's very clever. Clever. So the whited out mm. frame from the flash that gotcha. we wouldn't notice in the blink of an eye yeah. is when they switch to cameras. They, they, they sometimes do that now with CG, don't they? They have someone walk in front of the camera and then cut. and Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll get on to some, some, some of the dissolves mm. on this. That, that For me, what really, I was blown away. Oh, yeah, we'll get to the fish tank. That is correct. Yeah. Well, I've just I know a bit about that now as well. Yeah. Thank God, because I, look, I looked at this morning, John. So I watched mm. the mm. whole film. Yeah, made my notes as I do. Mm. Uh, did my homework, and mm. then I watched the interview with M Russell Mackay. Mm. And uh, then I didn't want to. I don't. I, I didn't really want to watch the director's commentary. I kind of. I kind of switch off a bit with, with those. I don't yeah. really. Um, and then, did you know he directed um, Derek and Clive get the horn? I the did film. know that. Yeah. Isn't that bizarre? Yeah, I don't know if you direct that though. Do you? No, you just kind of put a camera on and turn it on. Especially when you watch it, like, how do you direct a very drunk, angry Peter Cook? Yeah, and a bit stoned as well, I believe. He's, he's all over the place, isn't he? All over the place. Yeah. And he did, of course. Well, his big film was Razorback before he did this, yeah. which is about With a Bill uh, Kerr. It's Jaws, but with a with a with warthog. Warthog, giant warthog, yeah. yeah. But yeah, uh, and then after this, he didn't really do. He did the sequel to this, and then that was it, pretty much. Yeah, well, it was a t t absolute turkey. The sequel, wasn't it? It was yeah. there were aliens, and it didn't oh. really. It were um, the guy. I the I saw the guy. The 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 guy who wrote Highlander mm. was at film school at UCLA. That's right. And he, he was twenty two. Yeah, and a part time firefighter. Mm. So he said, "Yeah, I wasn't really a." Uh, he said, "I was a film student, and I submitted this." And my teacher, who was a, who just said, "It's fantastic. You've got to do something with this." He said, "At that time, student film writers were being taken on by big studios, and yeah. he, they took him on, and it's fantastic that they did." Mm. And he said, "I was still a firefighter," and I, he said, "You know, he goes, no, I had no association with uh, with Islander too." He said, "But I did do backdraft, because Ooh, he did, because he's a fireman." Yeah. Yeah. Unless he was talking about some sort of trouser incident. 
Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so the long-haired wrestlers remind Connor mm. of the, the Scottish battlefield. That's right. Uh, Briefly, we get a little. And there's a moment. He has a he has a Zen moment, kind of like an, a and a sixth sense that something's amiss. He, there's some some someone something's happening going, going to happen. Yeah, he's going across the bridge with his mate Angus and James Cosmo, who has to be in every film as a Scotsman. I met James. He's lovely, you know. Have you? He seems yeah, lovely. Yeah. He is absolutely lovely. Mm. Yes, we did, we we discussed uh, vape flavors actually when I, when oh. I met him. Yeah. Oh, good. Can't for you. remember what he was having. It was probably haggis. Probably haggis. <laughs> Every so time the long-haired wrestlers remind yes. uh, mm. him of mm. the battlefield. It was originally supposed to be ice hockey. Oh, was it? But yeah, but they couldn't do it, so uh. they, they went with this. And he said, and they said well, they were a bit disappointed because it's so violent. Ice hockey fighting's part of the game, isn't it? Really, should have been tossing the caber or something. Yeah, well, yeah, the Highland Games. Mm, should have yeah. been that. Oh, porridge eating as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so that reminds so the the long hair and the fighting. Mm. It takes him back to the the, the battlefields. And then he remembers, ah, oh, shit, I've got to go down to the car park and have a I fight. Have to go get, yes, down to the car park, which was actually shot in London, and was it, it wasn't Madison Square Garden's actual car park. Had me fooled. So the uh, designer had to import a load of knackered uh, American, American cars. Mm. But it's a ma- this whole scene, as far as practical effects go, cool, blimey, it must have took yeah. days. Yeah. So he steps on a can of coke, bit of product placement, but yeah. to, to reveal his presence, I feel. He, and he's got a pair of Deodoras as well. Yeah, he could. Yes. Mm. It's a good, it's a very 80s look, isn't it? Very. Yeah. Trench coat, jeans, slightly ruched jeans, a little bit long. Yeah. Pair Deodoras. Deodoras. Yeah. Yeah. And, and a big some, sword. And a, some sort of way of hold, uh, and, and a very strong belt mm. on his jeans. And and also the thing about Lambert is apparently without his glasses he's blind as fuck. He is. I interviewed him for did, a did film you? called First Night. It was coming out about chess, and ah. I was in the Edinburgh Festival. Mm. And they said this morning said, "Are you you're a Highlander fan, John? Aren't you?" And I said, mm. "Yes." They went, w- "Would you like to go to a castle and interview Christopher Lambert about this new film he's got coming out?" Mm. And I went, "Yeah," and oh. I met him. What was and he like? was absolutely lovely. Aww. Really, really nice. Really, really just down to earth and great. But there were no selfies then or anything. I mean, there must yeah. be a record of it somewhere. Mm. But yes, yeah, so I met uh, Connor and I talked to him about it. And he was very, you know, some people go, oh, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah. But, but he was very noble and he just, he, he was great. Well, he must know deep down it was kind of the the thing, wasn't it? That it wasn't a here. massive hit and it, no. got, it got bad reviews. But then the, uh, it was that classic VHS market. Mm. That just looked took it skyward. Because he was doing well in French cinema, wasn't he? Yeah, Subway's great. That's a great film. Really good. And he's a very handsome man. He is handsome. He mm. is handsome. Very quite unique looking, really. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Girlfriend used to be really, really liked him. Mm. Liked Sting as well. Talking of Sting, he got. Um, well, we'll get. I'll tell. I'll tell you a little Sting story when we get there. Yeah. Okay. Now he steps mm. like a goat, and then. Mm. Uh, uh, the his his enemy reveals himself. Now I've always thought he looks like a kind of bloated, ruddy version of Edward Woodward. Yeah, bit Brian Walden as well. Yes, mm. what well, Weekend World? Yeah, I've Brian got, Walden, I've Weekend got, World. I've come to get you, Connor. <laughs> but he's facile, and he's Hispanic. Yeah. And I thought, well, surely you should have like got cast a... someone like Raúl Julia. For... Yeah, not a ginger fella. No, sort of g- gingery blonde. <laughs> I think that's just because it's a good doubling wig. Yeah. Now, the guy who who does that is a stuntman, an uh, actor, stunt actor and well, stunt coordinator. Yeah. And the the thing is, though, if he's doing those flip-flaps, mm. you know, that, those, those, which is like, I mean, you can traverse an area far better, but it's just, for me, it's just showing off. Yeah, it is showing off. You could just run quite easily. Yeah. Or, or if you wanted to show off a little bit, do a little forward roll, then run. But don't exactly. Do or but but like I don't know whether because the guy who's playing that character is old, quite old. Yeah, but if it is he, is he being doubled as well? I think he is. Yeah. So you've got a stunt man for the sword fighting, yeah, and a stunt man for the the gymnastics. But it does mm. make the scene more interesting. Obviously, you know. Mm. Wouldn't have been great in all that oil and water, though, for the guy. It makes you wonder. He goes at a lick, though. He's he fast. does. He does. If he hadn't got his head cut off, maybe he'd have done some sort of parallel bars somewhere along the way. Maybe, yeah. A bit yeah. of few, few pull-ups on the old, uh, where, where where he hides his sword. 
a caterpillar roll across the floor. Yeah, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, and then a head. Yeah. One of and those then he finished with a spin guns. on the head. Yes. Yeah, nice. And then he could have cut his head off. Yes. As he spin. It would have been that would have been great when it spin <laughs> on the head and then just the heads left spinning. <laughs> <laughs> and just spuming out red blood. I mean, what other colour would it be? But you know. So we started to get an indication of what, um, stylistically, mm. as a director, some of his ideas. And there's a lovely shot in the mirrored glasses that come off. Yes. Uh, it's just all what you'd expect from an 80s music video director, isn't it? Yeah, but his ideas are fantastic. Yeah, they really are. I have to say, though, John, his interview mm. on that, I, I don't want to cast aspersions here because... Mm. On the interview with uh, Russell Mackay or Mackay, um, he, he he seems a bit drunk. Yeah, I hope not. I hope it's it's not the case. But you know, because he might be something, he might be poorly, hmm. and I wouldn't want to point the finger. No, 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 exactly. Because that's what I'm to do. Back to Pete and Dud, uh, mm. Dudley Moore, when he got poorly, he he, he, he all the con- whatever condition it was that got him in the. I think it's mm. the same as Stephen Hawking, you know. Yeah, something like that. It was he got you, fired you get, off of Prince of Tides, didn't he? Yeah, you get it. It, co- it comes across as as, as drunkenness, mm. and it's actually not. It's your brain failing. It's, mm. it's very sad, it's really. Very sad. But the whole scene is it, practical effects. I mean, because he says Fazil, wait, mm. and you think. Well, do you know what? That's a very clear indication that he's not really. He's an he, he's he's a reluctant hero, isn't he? Yeah, he doesn't want this. He doesn't, he doesn't want, want to be the only one. He's. You get the impression later on when he meets his mate on the bridge. He's just ha- he's happy living for all right. He's doing, doing all right, selling antiques in New York, lovely loft apartment. Yeah, why don't we all? You should just have a send them all an email and say, look, it's probably best if we all just. Do you know, it'd have been a way in this day and age because, you know, because mm. after, after, well, we'll get to Heather later, but yeah. I think after that heartbreak, I think, you know, he could, looking like he does, he, he could have been a right one, you know, yeah. had a lot of one night stands and not worried about falling in love. Mm. I think that's probably, he, I think he probably learned that after 300 years, didn't he? I think he just got bored. Yeah. I think the Kurgan. We all want to just to be loved, though, don't we? In we the all end, want to be in the end. In the end, to be loved. That's, and yes, that's it. It's sad watching someone you love grow old and die. Exactly, with terrible makeup. But we'll get yeah. to that. Uh, Story-wise, yeah, you know, Fazil, uh, he, 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 I find I, I find it a bit kind of brutal. He just chops his head off because hmm. if I was writing as a writer, I would have wanted an injury first to warrant something so brutal yeah he's not touched there's no mark not a mark on him not no. even you know and uh you know uh, it, 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 i think it to have to you know got a na- quite a nasty stab or a cut mm. that incenses him to do that but when you see it, you think god blimey mm. straight off with the head also maybe like a bit where Vazil's slightly hurt and then they have the brief conversation about why he's doing it why he's gonna have to chop yeah. his head off yeah yeah which is all explained later but then we've got the first most... Well, well, let's just talk about some of the effects. I mean, there's mm. kind of like an animated uh, work, but it works, like an electrical yeah. thing. Hubcaps fly off, oils kind of discharge from the cars, mm. all the cars start rocking. Hubcaps, um, the, the bonnets break up. I mean, there's a lot of kind of... Ex- there's a lot of explosions uh, yeah. in this film. They yeah, look the, the quite dangerous really yeah you wouldn't want to do the cricketing while you were standing in a bath no you wouldn't no absolutely not you'd no. want rubber bottomed uh, work boots like dewalt wouldn't yeah. you yeah. Like, speaking of dewalt <laughs> that has to be the ultimate man thing isn't it is a dewalt radio have you seen them no oh oh John. is that the one that like decorators have and plus yes and yellow yes. and black and I it's literally it. if you i think it's the ultimate man mm. uh, uh, uh possession not only does, is it a radio that could fall off 20 stories of scaffolding, <laughs> you can charge your power tools on it as well. Oh, nice. I know. wonder if he had one in his uh, little uh, inner sanctum in his loft apartment. I bet he did, you know. Ah, probably. He, he's starting from technology in the 1500s and ending with a DeWalt radio. Yeah. It's like man's uh, ultimate achievement. We've got the first amazing transition. Yes. So we go up through the ceiling of the Madison Square Gardens car park. Mm. Seamlessly mm. into the uh, Scottish battlefield yeah. uh, of uh, 1536. Yes. And it's the McLeans versus the Frasers. That's right, yeah, with Niles and um, Fraser from Cheers there as well. Oh, well spotted. Yeah. 
<laughs> the Frasers lost, I think, and the, but but they were later in life went to set up a series of department stores. That's right, House of Fraser. Uh, so they yeah. decided no more fighting. Let's go into retail. Yeah, which yeah. was a wise decision, really. Very wise. Now, yeah. with, there's a clear plot line here because you, you think we are introduced to the the Kurgan at this yes. point, who is up on top of a mountain. Hmm. There's a brilliant bit of a inside about this so some of those shots they used a special jib to come over and, and in so yeah. you know they come over the top and then come straight into the face yes on that uh that shot of the kurgan on the horse there's a big shadow passes him now that's the jib's shadow of course and the, and the dop says well to be honest when we saw it back we should have reshot it but he said when i watched it back it looks great because it's like a cloud, like a shadow yeah. passes over Kurgan. Mm. And it worked. So it was like serendipitous that 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 would have, you know, like a real kind of like someone like Kubrick would have gone and shot it 400 times and gone and to do it until we don't get a shadow. Yeah. But it works. A it treat. Really works. I'm not entirely sure what it's crafted from, his armour, what animals they are. Bit no. of a tiger maybe in there or... Um, Maybe a bear skull for the. Hat. They hail hail from Russia, don't they? Yeah, we find out so. later from Sean. I mean, you wouldn't know, but again, it's fine. But you know what's funny? Because what mm. to do this properly? I, when I first my first ever podcast with you, John, I, mm. I used to write it down, pause it, and write it down. So what mm. I do is I dictate it on the way. Oh. And every time I said the Kurgan, it generally put what the Kurgan. <laughs> so uh, it was a, a very different. Uh, I mean, the Kurgan is the Kurgan. Aha! I am the Kurgan, <laughs> and I'm going to chop your head off. Because it's the quickening, isn't it? Mm. So, it put the Kurgan, and I just got sick of correcting it. So, every time I, I read on my iPhone, because of the dictation, yeah. the Kurgan, mm. like, it actually says the Kurgan. He could have also had a sideline of killing students. He could, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he could, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So the McLeans was the Frasers, and then so he said, that there is one among them, leave him to me. He, now, uh, he says that he got this part because of Sting. Now, did he? Yeah, apparently he offered it to Arnold Schwarzenegger first. Right. And he said, I've just played a baddie, I don't want to do that. And then they offered it to Sting. I don't know why, he must have been like 50th on the list. And he goes, well, I don't want to do it, but I just worked on this film called The Bride with a fellow called Clancy Brown who was very big and scary looking. He's big. Do you know how big he is? I'll tell you. I watched John Wick 4 recently. Oh, yeah. So Keanu, he, he's no he's no, uh, he's no, diminutive in any, no. any stretch. Hmm. So Keanu is the smaller. I saw the three of them together. Hmm. Keanu next to Clancy. So Ke Clancy's bigger than, Ke taller than Keanu. Keanu's about 6'3". Yeah. Then there's, then there's Clancy Brown. But the tallest is Bill Skarsgård. Yeah, he's a big lad, isn't he? He's absolutely... He's like six foot seven. Mm. But when he's it, the mm. clown, Pennywise, you think, he's really little. Yeah. Isn't it amazing? God, you wouldn't think that it was six foot seven, would no, you? No, no. I couldn't believe it. I was like, "What's well, there's something wrong with this show. Why does Keanu look so little? Then I looked up the heights. But Clancy Brown also very famous for the voice yeah. of Mr. Krabs. That's right, yeah. On... Uh, <laughs> SpongeBob. Yeah, I'm uh, after your They're after me, Krabby Patty recipe. I watched an interview with him this morning where he said that's the thing he gets asked about the most is Mr. Crab. Gets people get him to do voice notes for them and all sorts. This man, it's not a bad Cornish accent, you know. No, he's, he's good. American. He's it's got good. a great little voice. He he does so many cartoon parts as well these days. I think he's great. He's brilliant, and he's a really good baddie in this. He's very good in it. Now, I, 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 I assume that the voice was from the cuts later, but the cuts not happened yet. No. So the gravel, it was a, it was a conscious decision. Mm. But he looks great. He'd look great in the band. I don't know if you're familiar with the band Gua. Yes. Yes. yes I think he'd, that that armor <laughs> is very Gua. For those of listeners that don't know, the Guar mm. is a rock band that have, has had several incarnate. There's a very good documentary about them, actually. That's right, yeah. Where mm. they dress up as monsters on stage, uh, but kind of like uh, like Dungeons and Dragons type characters. Yes. With spiky armour and devil faces. But amazing to see. 
But do a show where people are decapitated on stage and the audience are covered in fake blood, aren't they? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so he looks like a member of Guar. Mm. So only Colonel, he, he, he's only he's allowed to, he said there's one among them called, yep. and he, only he's allowed to kill him. So the, and uh, so Christoph Lambert says, why will nobody fight me? Mm. They all run away. <laughs> that's very good. And they don't, that no one will fight Connor. And then suddenly, yeah, with a mighty, mighty sword, Connor's run through and I thought, Man. He's shit at fighting Connor, isn't he? Terrible. He lifts up his sword and leaves himself completely open and gets stabbed. Exactly. He's, yeah, but he's only a boy, isn't he? He's only mm. a boy. Yeah, I suppose so. You know, he says, you are you scared, way. Connor? He goes, mm. no, Dougal, I'm not. <laughs> and he says, I peed my kilt when I first went into battle. Mm. And he goes, hey, do you? He pees his kilt all the time. That was the first joke. And he goes, yes, that's right. I've got incontinence. I'm very sensitive exactly. about it. Could you not mention it? Please, exactly. I'm very, yeah, yeah. It's very triggering. <laughs> um, so he, 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 you think, my God, hang on. What's going on here? The, this is the... This is the main protagonist, and he's in the. It's like a police squad. Yeah, uh, he, he's been killed straight away. Or like Psycho. Yeah, he's he's been dragged off, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, very sad. But then we cut back to him in the garage. Yes, stashing his sword. And he, then, he is. I think it's a Porsche. I'm not sure. Oh, it's it a might... lovely, again, beautifully shot, right behind the driver's point of view. Is it a Porsche? Uh, I can't. I can't tell you. I'm I wonder not. if it was a Carmen Gear. You know. I'm not sure. I, I do was... know that the the car there's a there's a blueprint. It later the vigilante he mm. drives a 1978 Firebird Transam. He does, which yeah. turns into a 1979 Firebird Transam. Oh, for, Firebird Formula. Oh dear. Oh, there we go. I hope someone got fired for that. Yeah, I'm not that nerdy about cars, but someone's no. put someone spotted that one. But he gets arrested, Mr. Nash. Yes. Well, Mr. Nash, where were you going in such a hurry? Come on, come on, come on! So he's quite... He, um, what's his name, that cop? Garfield. Uh, Garfield. He's horrible. <clears throat> Hates Mondays. Hates Mondays. Mm. Um, but then, yeah, he, he, there's, the, there's an altercation, quite a slightly violent altercation with the, with the cops. You know, he's not he's not scared, he's a Connor. So they find his um, ID on him, don't they? That's right. Russell Nash. Russell Nash is his name now. And then we've got... A another transition, yeah, from the police light, yep, <laughs> uh, into the Scottish Castle, which I have discovered is the Eileen Donan Castle. Oh, I thought it was Loch, the castle by Loch Ness, but it's not. It's actually the I. If so, if you've anyone's like loves visiting locations, it's the Eileen Donan Castle. D O N A N. Not the one down the road, which is the Come on Eileen Donan Castle. No, that's the little one he moves into with. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they bought it to a ride day. No, yeah, they, they, <laughs> it was uh, it was inhabited. They, they 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 had to evict all the people in dungarees with no mm. uh, with no no t-shirts, woolly berets, yeah, and yeah. Uh, monkey boots. And they said, "Out you lot!" Although you, wasn't... you squatters out. Uh, no, we've got squatters rights. No, you haven't. Wasn't Kevin Rowland in the video for coming Eileen wearing a little Scottish bonnet with a little bauble on the top? There might well have been a pom pom on the top. Yeah. yeah. So he's probably landed gentry. Do you know why uh, sailors wear hats with uh, pom-poms on top? I don't. It's because they can to stop them banging their heads underneath, uh, below deck. Is that right? Yeah. So they can feel the it on the pom-pom. And apparently the patch is uh, it's so bright when you emerge from below deck that you need, you keep a patch on so you've got one good eye that's adjusts. Oh. The patch is nothing to do with being, you know. Oh, I see. Yeah, so you move the patch... You, you, the the patch when you come out you go oh I'm blind because mm. of the light mm. but with the, the the eye that's been covered you can make the adjustment that's what I've been told I I've, he- I've heard there's some um, snipers also wear a patch when they're so, shooting a gun really? to have a good eye the key to, to, so yeah it's, is it like when you, if you go deaf your eyesight gets better and that's, vice versa I think that's right yeah I think they wear both patches and they can hear where the person is and they shoot them. You have to control your breathing and your heart rate, don't you? Because it That's makes right. the, the gun move, doesn't it? It's a wobble. Yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um, so, yeah, the, the, uh, yeah, so the, the transitions were back in uh, 15... 36, 36. Scotland. The day after the battle, and it looks mm. like Honley, he, he's a terrible colour. He's got an awful grey hue oh. about him. Yeah, Celia Embry's crying. She is nice crying. One. I worked with Celia as well. She's absolutely lovely. I worked on Kingdom with Celia. She's oh. she's she's great. Don't think I asked her about it. You should have done. I know. I know. Mm. It's like when I work with I've worked with what's his name as well, loads, and I, I never ask him about it, and I don't know why. I don't know whether it's because there are actors who don't like to talk about things. Sure, like. Martin Shaw, you don't mention the professionals to him, apparently. But Judge John G, they'll talk about it all day. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He'll talk about that, yeah. And veganism, apparently. I think if you work with him, you have to... The, the, the caterers are a, a vegetarian. Really? Yeah, yeah, and the crew. Well, you imagine a big, the big area are Sparks. They, they, they're they not happy about it. They, they want to fry up in the morning first thing. They They've been there since five. Oh, bloody George They don't John want... Um, they don't want eggs Florentine. See what Lewis <laughs> Collins though, he'd have been like, get your bangers down, you lads. He would, wouldn't he? Yeah. He was up for bomb, wasn't he, at one point. Yeah. So, yeah, he was. Yeah, he looked yeah. Cool. he looked great, didn't he? Yeah, apparently when Roger was umming and ahhing over Octopussy, they interviewed Lewis and apparently he was too arrogant and Cubby didn't like him. Well, I think they've had a taste of that from George, didn't they? And yeah. they don't have thought, Oh well, once bitten. Yeah. Yeah. He'd have been I, great though. He would. Yeah. Just watch Who Dares Wins and you see what yeah, could have been. What could have been, yeah. Mm. Um, Highlander is dying. Yeah. And they say, and she goes, Aah! and he goes, it's great this, because I, I love the, the sexism of the of, of the past. Yeah. He's a Highlander by God. The last thing I should hear is that of a wailing woman. Mm. And she's off and you think, oh my God, she's heartbroken. And he's a misogynist, but yeah. she's not really, you will see. No. Oh, she's a proper bunny boiler. Oh, she's horrible. Horrible. Yeah. So we 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 come. So Connor's dying. We've mm. got the priest. Like uh, everyone's hovering in the in, in in down in the clansman's hut. Yeah. The priest is doing his like, dominate, dominate, dominate. Yes. Dominate. Yep. And we're back to mm. we're back in New York. Yeah. And Brenda, Brenda arrives. Mm. There's a very camp bold policeman that goes, "Hi, Brenda. You look pretty, Brenda." <laughs> yeah. I and I thought, well, why? It's interesting. That's the ambiguity of that because mm. his voice suggests. Uh, that he, he could be potentially gay, hmm. but he seems to have a bit of a crush on Brenda. Yes. Yes, yeah, so I'm I'm liking that kind of like, oh, I'm slightly confused here. Is this the John Polito guy? Yeah, the one that asked yeah. for a cherry cheese Danish. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, he... I've, always lo- I've always wondered, I've never, cherry and cheese, so it must be cream cheese. Sounds yeah. very New York. It does. Yeah. So I think it's nice. Hold the mail. Uh, Brenda's the forensics lady. Yes. And thankfully, by an absolute stroke of luck, mm. is an expert in ancient weaponry. Uh, weaponry. Yeah, because she finds the sword and says it's a Toledo Salamanca Manca sword. sword, yeah. Worth yeah. about a million pounds. But yeah. they said a broadsword. I don't yeah. think that's a broad. That's, that's not a broadsword. It's a rapier, isn't it? Yeah, so it's quite flimsy for a broadsword. Broadsword. That's a bit. I think that's. Your Kurgan's got a broadsword. He's got a broadsword. Mm. And McLeod had one in the old days. He, yeah, the old he, that mm. that's that that goes by the by later, doesn't it? For, yeah. for for another purpose, we'll get to that. Yeah. But my favourite thing is that Alan North is the su- mm. supervising chief of police. Yeah. Who you may recognise mm. from the series Police Squad. Yeah. Alongside Len- Leslie Nielsen as his yeah. comic foil. And the film See No Evil, Hear No Evil. Is he in that as well? Where he says, "Was he or wasn't he a woman?" Are you serious? Fuzzy Wuzzy was a woman. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> but yeah, he, but he's just got one of them. He's great. Yeah. He's got, you go, God, he's great. Get him in for the police chief. I was going to say, yeah. I always felt sorry for him because when they made Naked Gun, you know, the film. He wasn't in squad, it. They didn't use him. They used George no, Kennedy no. instead. And the reason why that worked, I got Police Squad on DVD and mm. I absolutely love it, but it didn't work because it, cause it was on small screen TVs. Mm. You missed a lot of the the, the, the devils in the detail stuff going on in the background. Absolutely, yeah. So, and they said that they only hit home when it went to a big screen. Yeah. 
there's a there's, I've always wanted to see there's a there's a bit of police squad that got cut out. And okay. I've never seen it's never been seen. Apparently, you know the beginning of the used to, as you mentioned earlier, that used the to die, the someone dies, someone in, dying. John yeah. Belushi did one. Oh, and then by the time it went to go on telly, he was dead. He's actually died. So they had to reshoot it. I think it was Shatner did the new one. Oh yeah, he chokes. I seem to That's remember. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I've got such a memory. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I think John Belushi's one was him in a. Um, I think he was supposed to be in a straitjacket and you know, like concrete boots and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Water. And yeah, he was dead by the time it came out. Oh, yeah, that's a shame. But it's never been seen, I don't think. So maybe it's just been lost. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's mm. like one of those. Mm, it's not really in good taste, that you know. Yeah. So we yeah. go to the interrogation scene. Yeah. He puts the sword on the table. The the, the Salamanca broadsword, mm. which we probably mm. wouldn't be able to lift if it was a broadsword. Exactly. I mean, and uh, there's a, a bit sword of an exchange. Broad uses. Or yeah, mm. some broad, someone you know, someone from Brooklyn, you know. Mm. Uh, you got the interrogation again. What's you know what this is? And he goes a sword, mm. and you go oh, a bit of comedy. He's he's cocky. Yeah, yeah. And um, then there's a quite a nasty exchange between the horrible Garfield, and he yeah. goes, um, "You a faggot, Nash?" Mm. He goes, "Why Garfield? Are you cruising for a piece of ass?" <laughs> and. Uh, and that's why I wanted to do this one, John, because I do them all. <laughs> I'm looking forward to a couple of lines coming up later on. And then. he goes, I got a better idea. You went down there for a blowjob and you didn't want to pay. And then it, and, it, oh. and it, you're sick. And it starts a big, proper big punch up. And the bald fella, I can't remember the character name. He goes on the wide. Mm. He goes absolutely flying mm. into the wall. That seems a bit weird, that bit, because he says he basically accuses him of not paying for a blowjob, and then and he punches he punches them all, and he gets he comes off worse. Well, the only he only kicks off when Connor says you're sick, and I thought that's not the boiling point of that conversation, is it? I'm thinking it might be cut that I'm scene. I'm thinking job. it might be. As yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then here's the great caveat that saves the film. Mm. You talk funny, Nash. Where you from? Lots of different places. <laughs> so there we go. Yep. Now, we don't know this yet. No. But it's it's completely acceptable that. Yeah. That we have a French Scotsman and a Spanish Egyptian. Yeah. Later, played by Scotsman. So that, mm. cl- very clever writing, and it's like basically all bets are off. So you, you, yeah. you, you've just, you've just you know, it's a kind of panacea about the, uh, what, what? It sounds French to me. Well, it's a bit Scottish, a bit American. Tell you what, though, that scene these days, he'd be like, "Oh, if you got, are you going to charge me or what?" And they'll just go, "Well, we've got all this CCTV of you murdering someone, so yeah, we." Will. I've yeah. thought that. Yeah, he just walks out, doesn't he? Yeah, because they got nothing, uh, no evidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's, and when the fight starts, you can see all the people in custody, mm. like there's a prostitute with like, um, a pair of, um, I think that like shade. Uh, you remember David Rappaport's shades? What was he called? The the guy David Rappaport used to play a guy who had little star glasses on, smoke a cigar. Do you remember? Oh yeah, yeah. He, she's got a pair of them. Yes, on. she has. You're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I think that might be Candy later. Oh, it's interesting that, isn't it? That she's mm. she's she's clearly a working girl that's mm. got Nick that night, and uh, it's good. That's that's good budgeting as well. Yes. Oh, you we can get her in for that as well. Apparently, she was a page three girl. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Can't remember her name. Sorry, I should have written it down if you're listening. Sorry about that. Okay, for the page three fans, please mm. leave it in the comments below. Yeah, um, uh, yeah Nick, so it's, uh, he's picked up a lot of different accents along the way. It's a world tour, basically, over yeah. the many centuries. That's right. I like the way that the, the, it goes, the radio goes... Uh, a dead body found in the basement of the Madison Star Games, a decapitated head mm. that has no name. Mm. Q, I know his name. Uh, oh. And we are present day to Kurgan. Yes. Who looks uh, majestic with his black hair. That's right. He checks into a motel and the mm. guy running the motel yeah. is an actor called uh, Richard Bonehill. Yeah. Who didn't do a lot of things, but he had an input. He played Nien Num in Return of the Jedi. Brilliant. Lando's co-pilot. That is brilliant. Because all those masked <laughs> ones, they don't get the... No. 
I once saw a documentary about Comic Con, an old, an old documentary. Yeah. Where the guy from Children of the Corn who plays. Um, oh yeah, the little, the little guy. Yeah, the scary yeah. Uh, Malachi. Malachi, that's it. Yeah. He goes, and they went, they went up to his table. It was, I felt really bad for him because it was a bit quiet. You know, there's big queues <clears> around and, and yeah. his table. There weren't many people. And he went, okay, hi, what are you signing? He goes, well, I'm signing these for Malachi from when I appeared in there as Children in the Corn. And these. And it was Cousin It from oh, Adam's of family. Course. that's right. So he was yeah. he just basically head to foot in hair and mm. sunglasses and a bowler hat. Mm. But those those people need to be kind of uh, credited. Yes. The, the, the heavy prosthetic mask wearers because... Mm. They make a kill. They make a killing at these things, don't they? Yeah. But I, anyone could say they're them, couldn't they? I always feel sorry for the little person in Return of the Jedi who was inside Jabba. Yeah. <laughs> I go when he's a bit angry. I'll, I'll, give, I'll, I'll give it a real good turn. I remember him. And he had to I remember the, the cigar maquette. smoke as well. There's two. Right, there's two action men in it, isn't there? Yeah. There's yeah. three. I don't yeah. think they did a dwarf action man. No. Uh, <laughs> just the torso. But there's three. There's, there's the one does the mouth, the one does the body, and then there's right. the, the... He goes, oh, just... When it, when it, Gemma's getting a bit frustrated, I'll give it, give it a bit. <laughs> and he, he does the tail. Yeah, I always find so friendly. I've because... always remembered that, John. <laughs> always remembered that. And it's so it must have been so hot in there. Oh, don't. And he had to blow cigar smoke out as well, didn't he? That was another one of his jobs. That was one of his jobs, was yeah. it? Yeah. Nice. Oh. I so bet if he went not... to a convention, you'd just be like, who are you? I know. Yeah. Just passing by. Yeah. So, like, uh, mm. yeah. Um, justice for the mask wearers, I say. I, justice I for agree. the prosthesis wearers. Yeah. Hashtag. So he's checked in. He goes, I need 20 up front. And he has a wodge. Yeah. So he sees that. He goes, mm. well, <laughs> you know, if you need anything, broads, blow, mm. just dial O. Yeah. And Easy to remember. Yeah. And there's a guy that wouldn't go amiss in uh, Desmond's Barbers. Yes. Sat going, <laughs> and he goes, don't talk to the customers. What have I told you? It's great. Yes. All that detail, you also, know. It it's... reminded me of um, Elwood's motel, hotel in uh, the Blues Brothers where they walk yeah. in. There's all those people just sitting about. Proper seedy. He's yeah. having a drink and he's got a, a, in the old brown paper bag and the thing. Yeah. Now, we briefly talked about swords. What do you think about a sword where you have to put it together in little bits? I don't think it's I practical. I don't, unless I thought maybe magnet. Mm. But how do you get it off? Exactly, and if you take a big whack and one of them falls off, you look stupid. It's, I can't read. There's an amazing bit of sword play. It's clearly. Mm. I mean, it, oh, he's the, doing loads of little tricks, isn't he? There's one trick mm. where he rolls it yeah. across his forearms, across his chest, yeah. across his other arm. Now, get that. If the sword's on the floor... The point of the swords in the floor, and he's angled it. Yeah. It will roll naturally with the gravity, not easy to by do the momentum. Either. But then, that sword goes round the back mm. of the hand as well. Yeah. It's like the co- you know you flip the coin between the knuckles, kind of magic. Thing. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's really, really impressive. And yeah. then he got, and then at the end, he's got a two spikes that ching, yeah. And then she comes in. Yeah, she, in she comes, uh, page three, Pauline. Mm-hmm. Um, she says, hi, I'm Candy. And he says, of course you are. Which must be a reference. And it's nice, because the close-up on her, is, she says, she's rough. She's yeah. got, a, she, uh, got a love bite, and she looks a bit, you know. Sometimes they're very glamorous prostitutes in films, and you think, yeah. well, mm, you know, you're probably working to feed your habit. And, and she looks like that. And it, yeah. it goes with the, the 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 nature of the motel, but that must be a reference to Diamonds Are Forever, surely. Uh, in in what re- plenty? Yeah, hi, I'm plenty. Oh, but if, of course you are. Of course you are. Yes, yeah. of, of course. Yeah. Um, um, what's next? Brenda is mm. finds a variation in the metal from the pr- forensics. Yes. So she goes to the car park to retrieve samples. Hmm. Uh, fortuitously. Yes. Uh, Connor is there to retreat. Not a very good sweep of the crime scene, uh, John. Absolutely not. Didn't he hide it in a pipe or something? Yeah, like a kind yeah. of... You know when they put, like, uh, mesh on the fluorescent lights? Yes. It's a kind of like a like an a, like that, or maybe an AC duct or something, like mm. a... And he just slots it on up there, doesn't he? Yeah. Um. Well, the police are a bit incompetent. Yeah. And uh, they've missed it. Yeah. 
So he hides. Makes a noise, though, sadly. He does make a noise. Uh, and uh, he follows Brenda. Uh, and, to a bar. And, to a bar. Mm. And he's a, bit, he's a bit creepy. He's very creepy. He goes, hey, you Madison Square Gardens tonight. Yeah. Do you ever go to the wrestling? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or the hot flower arranging? Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And he says, I'd like to walk you home, Brenda. Yeah, that's that's. And she's like, no, I don't Mm. think so, weirdo. Mm. And she puts her tip for the barman and goes out. Uh, And she follows him. Yes. So he's followed her as she follows him Mm because she thinks, who is this guy? You know, she's obviously kind of... She's interested because he's he's a looker, you know, and he's yeah. got he's charis he's charismatic. And um, ah, but so was Ted Bundy. Yes, he was, wasn't right he? There. Be careful who you mm. help put, um, you know, yeah, put a sailboat into the back of a VW Beetle, or help them retrieve a sword from a garage. Exactly, <laughs> or put a sofa in the back of the van. <laughs> <laughs> she a big fat person. Oh, you're a size fourteen. <laughs> um, so, um. Then there's a fight ensues. Yes, with the Kurgan. With the Kurgan. Not very good one, really. No. Awful bit at the beginning mm. with a hose pipe that just yeah. had gone... The fighter ranger should have gone, no, that doesn't really work. No. Uh, the I, sword goes flying, and, and then we're imp- we improvise a bit with a kind of... Pipe. Pipe that I think you would use... It, it looks like the thing... You know those fire hydrants that mm. the, in the summer that kids play in? It, yeah. You know, they, they undo the... the, the, the the ratchet, don't they? Yeah. And just let it spray out. It looks like something that you could do that with. Also, our hero so far, we've seen him be shit at fighting and get stabbed. And now yeah. he's basically getting beaten and up in an alley. Really, really, yeah. he's getting a, a, a hiding. But then yeah. Brenda's like, here, take this, you know. And it's like, you know, but she's, I, I mean, really, in reality, she'd have run a mile. Oh, yeah. Uh, but... Um, you know, I think she's quite tame with Colin. We'll we'll go with that. She's uh, she's she's kind of like. Well, she oh. wants to know why he called him Highlander. Yes. Yeah. And he says, um, And then a helicopter arrives, mm. and a completely ineffectual New York Police Department. It's brilliant. He's like, "Hey, stay there." Hey. He goes, hey. "Put your weapons down and yeah. go away." Hey, hey, come back here! <laughs> Don't make me get down there. It's like, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> the, the the really not really got it together here, and it's probably the same team in the helicopter that missed the sword in the car park. Definitely. And I, honestly, they need firing. Yeah. Um, she says she said Brenda, don't. Uh, he goes, you only have one life. If you value it, stay away. <laughs> and um, there's what am I? This is a classic shot in kind of medieval dark ages things. Close up on toothless man. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> laughing mm. by a fire um i i love that that's a very great it's a great way to establish you know you're in the past you're in the past mm. or with those teeth maybe an episode of jeremy kyle <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah you're back in the past yeah. but connor is alive and well yeah. despite being near death the i think it's a the the timeline's a day mm. Well, he literally died. He did, and now he's and back. He's back. He's fine, and he's healed as well. Mm. You see, I, that's that would be quite nice to uh, as a, an effect that you could easily do in these days. Mm. Is a bit of I do like like vampire instant repair, mm. where it just it's, it just seals over, doesn't it? I yeah. do that. That would have been quite nice in this film. Yeah, um, but he walks into the pub basically. It's just yeah, like, man, uh, man goes into a pub. Yeah, Lander goes into a pub. Yeah. And, uh, and it's says, literally the long sword. It's the one. It's the one. <laughs> Very good. Thanks. It's the classic Western saloon piano stops yes. playing, isn't it? Yeah. It's silence. And old Celia is like, we think you're the devil. She does. Yeah. She, he has the devil in him. Yeah. He's in league with Lucifer, she says. Yeah. Which is big then. Yeah. It was very big. Huge. Superstition was rife, yeah. particularly in the Highlands. And um, and Stevie Wonder. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and he's uh, tied. He's tied to a cattle yoke. Yes. Yeah. And there's a similar. Rocks. Yeah. There's a mm. similar thing done for gurning competitions, isn't there? Where they, <laughs> where they put a yoke over your head and you That's have to right. gurn. So I would have loved them to put him in that and a close up of, of him doing a big gurn, and they go, "Hey, you're back in the clan. Great gurning." <laughs> um, 
But he gets a severe beating, he's yeah. stoned, he's kicked, and uh, good old James Cosmo. Mm. He's your cousin, man. Yeah. So his cousin really goes for him. There's a very horrible-looking man who mm. um, reminded me slightly of Time Bandits, one we've discussed earlier, who's yeah. a, a, a master of the headbutt. Yes, gives him a good uh, one, doesn't he? And gives him a th- about two or three, A Glasgow cash. A Glasgow cash. Tied to a cattle go, and but James going to be no burning here today. Mm. We'll banish him. Yeah. Also, watermelon is my favourite vape flavour. Ah, yes. I don't know. I can't remember what he shared. I'll have to find out. Uh, so he's left, and the, the the producer said because he comes back from the dead, hmm. he's a, he has a, he's an almost Christ-like figure. Oh, so I he see. resurrected, and that was the when he's walking across the mountains of the moon shot in the yeah. middle. That's kind of like a representative of, of Christ on the cross. Hmm. So it was it, it was quite an enigmatic image that they wanted to create to say that. He's resurrected, so I, I get that. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't show the, the scene of him getting to another village and going, would anyone mind taking this off me? Please? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Please, it really hurts. <laughs> uh, so good old Cosmo, he, he's, he's spared a burning, but you know what? He would have survived a burning, wouldn't he? He would have done. And just been, like, very crispy for a while. Yeah, it would have been like Rasputin all over again. Yeah, just, like, smoking, like... Yeah. Like char- just like a charcoal man smoking about and then just coming back to normal. Not going to lie, it would have been a funny little montage of, of them trying to kill him in different methods and him surviving all of them. Yes, that would have been would, quite fun. It? Well, there was a scene that was cut where he be- he, 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 he he's cleaning windows in Napoleon's ah, house. Or I was going to say he was George Formby. And Napoleon has him executed as a traitor, and he survives it. And then uh, Napoleon makes him a general in the army. Oh, that would have been fun. It would, wouldn't it? Mm. But it's a bit like Time Bandits, this, because yes. there's so many opportunities. You know, I'm quite glad they didn't go for the obvious famous people that they could have made. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. that would have made it a bit cheesy. Yeah. Uh, then we've got another amazing uh, crossfade transition mm. from Christoph Lambert's face into a mural painted on the on, on the side of a Manhattan building, well, New York building, mm. and it just fits yeah, beautifully. Yeah, it does. Those transitions are just, like, majestic. I, I can't get enough of them. They're all amazing. Yes. Then we get a full look of the classic 80s attire, the raincoat, the jeans. The, was it Deodora? Deodora, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he comes home to his lavish apartment. A beautiful loft apartment. Uh, stunning. Uh, mm. Grand piano in there, uh, amongst other things. Very nice. Open plan. Mm. Um, very desirable. Very, uh, particularly the 80s, because of the yuppie kind of thing. What do you so, think he's doing about bank accounts? Do you think he has to close them every 80 years and start a new Well, one? it says that what he mm. does is he takes the identity of a child born at birth and oh. leaves all his money to them and takes on their name. Ah. That's how he gets around it. Right. He wouldn't be allowed to do that these days. Of I think there would be some kind of... <laughs> mm. I, I think uh, gov.com would be on to you. Yeah, I think they do, would. Gov.uk, whatever it is. And the Inland Revenue. Uh, exactly. Yeah. But he has an inner sanctum in yes. within. And, um, so what a great way to, to make your money is acquire... Antiquities, Antiquities, yeah. And keep them. And that is the one of the writer's uh, inspirations for the film was, Mm. he went to the Tower of London Mm. and he said it's the biggest collection of armoury in the world. And he said, imagine owning this. And that was one of his inspirations for the film. Yeah, and the film The Duelists as well, apparently. Yes, he loved that. Mm. Is that Ridley Scott? Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yes, he loved that film as well. Yeah. Um, And then we... He goes back to the thing... He goes back to the uh, to, to, into the inner sanctum of antiquities. Yes, and then I can't remember the transition. How he gets? It's to... the fish. No, that's later. No, that's the, the fish that's tank, Sean. Uh, I don't know, but it cuts to him and Bonnie Heather. Yeah, Bonnie Heather, played mm. by uh, uh, Beatty Edney, who I've met, who's lovely, and oh. uh, her mum was Sylvia Sims. No, Ice Cold and Alex. Bloody hell! Yeah, that's uh, so. Her mum was Sylvia, and I've worked with Sylvia as well, oh. and she loved me, but I, she was apparently a bit tricky. Hmm. I'm going to finish the job she went oh Sylvia really likes you John I went oh that's nice it's really nice when people who have got a bit of a rep of being a bit bit, a little bit tricky yeah and they, they, <clears> then <throat> it comes back to you oh she'll love you 
I was like, oh, that's great. So, I mean, that's not, a nice family not, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, not naming names, but have you worked with people who are horrible? There will be. Well, well yeah. There, mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm quite fortunate, really. I've mm. not really had any kind of people who just stay in the trailer. and I know plenty of people that have. Yeah. 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 I won't name names. No, of course will. not. There's not that kind um, of thing. So, hmm. um, he's loving life with Heather. Bonnie he Heather. loves life with us. Bonnie he's, he's washing his head in a barrel. He is. Like he's, she says, oh, you're all muck and muscle. He was, I love the way you like it. Yes. And I think, oh, oh, dirty sex. Uh, it, literally dirty sex. Literally, where they don't, they both later. stink. Yeah, absolutely. Both of them reek. Yeah. But they're used to each other's scents, so it's more mm. pheromonal. Yeah. Oh. Um, so he has a new home, a mm. small castle, a yeah. bijou castle mm-hmm. with a bit of a... Uh, I can tell it's, it's a good build, but mm. it, it's a build. Yeah. Uh, it's a I mean, very as we good find one. out later, it's a bad build. Yes, it is a it bad build. doesn't take much for it to oh fall down. Oh, my God, yeah. Mm. Talk about homes under the hammer, yeah. literally. Dominic Little will be down there shaking his fist at him. He would be. Yeah. And what's the one called? Tommy with his... With his uh... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tommy with his Tommy uh, braces with his... Uh... His braces with the tape measure on. Yeah. He'd go, no, it's workmanship. It's terrible. The grouting. Yeah, sorry, it's I didn't help. I was doing went, Nelson Mandela's garden. What do you suggest? He went, well, it will need completely repointing. 